Hey guys, it's Sarah and Matias here, and welcome back to Startup Couple Radio. <laughs> In today's episode, we are going to discuss our very first trade show experience. Exactly, Startup Couple Radio, where we discuss our startup journey for better, for worse. For a bit richer and hopefully not so much longer poorer. <laughs> Let's get into it. Yeah, so a few weeks ago um, we attended our first trade show in Geneva, Switzerland. So what was it called? So it was called Voyom du Web, like Kingdom of the Web in, <clears throat> in English. And yeah, it was a YouTube uh, show for the fans that wanted to uh, meet some uh, really famous YouTubers. Yeah, they focused on a lot of really famous YouTubers. Exactly. And um, a lot of them actually came over from France, even though it was yep. in Geneva. Um, because you know it's right on the border so a lot of the creators were French uh, they did have a few French Swiss in there as well but yeah it was mainly a fan event but it was really interesting to attend so we found the event online and saw like okay first convention in Switzerland we have to be there so we went ahead and booked a booth had no idea what we're doing <laughs> and then we found out you know we need to bring everything right yeah we didn't have anything like we had to buy the we had to get the booth we had to get the, the roll-up display some flyers business cards everything we didn't have anything so. yeah all the signage yeah but we were quite lucky um, we were looking into it and we saw everything is freaking expensive like yeah. why is a table $400 if it's labeled like expo booth yeah. so annoying that was so weird but the good thing is we were able to partner up with um, a brand with a company that creates these uh, furniture for expos and we were able to get it that them we were able to get them for free. Yeah, the whole booth set up we got for free, which was so, so awesome. And we loved it. Like, we had such a minimalist booth. Oh, I can yeah. describe it to you guys. So we just had the um, a small little, I guess you could call it like like a bar. You know, if you would imagine like a little bar that you can kind of lean on. Maybe three people could kind of stand around. So we had our laptop propped up on there with our website open, business cards, flyers on there. And then we had a roll-up, you know, flyer. One of those, uh, it's like six, seven displays, feet tall, yeah. maybe th two feet wide um, just with some information and that was it and a whole bunch of you know flyers and business cards so that we just decided to keep it really minimal didn't we oh yeah totally minimal we we're on little four walls it was, it was it's perfect. one of those things you can yeah. totally overspend on exactly yeah like we've seen other um other brands that were there they like totally decked out and i mean like, good for them right good for but them. it was we uh, some of them they looked really cool very nice but and for us, that was perfect for our first experience. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're just a little low-budget startup. Exactly. We cannot be dropping ten grand on a, on a trade show booth. And I'm very happy that we, we didn't and that we kept it so simple. We could actually carry our booth in and out on our backs. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> just said we had three uh, different bags. One mm -hmm. with the, the plate, top plate, bottom plate, and then the, uh, the, the bar. two signs. Yeah. And yeah, that was So it. easy. So yeah, we uh, well, I guess in the next little segment here. Now that I guess, sorry for the choppy, you know, podcast. We are so new at this. I promise we will loosen up. You know, it's just like YouTube. When we started YouTube, those first videos, man, I am so cringy and uncomfortable. Yeah. So hopefully, on here, it'll be a similar type of process. <laughs> in a few weeks, you guys are gonna be like, oh, they're so different now. But yeah, anyways, um, in the next little bit here, I want to talk about the top things that we failed at at the trade show. Okay. And then also maybe we can talk about um, our major takeaways that we got. Perfect, yeah. So let's get into the next segment. So let's talk a little bit about kind of our expectations and what was going through our head before we even walked in the door and set up our booth. 
Yeah, so a few weeks before the event, we were like thinking, oh, should we really go? Is it is it worth it? The, all the money because it was it was quite expensive for us. Like, yeah, we to started fly to have down. some regrets, didn't we? We had major regrets, and that was the first event, uh, YouTube event in Switzerland, and. You know, Switzerland is not like the biggest YouTube country, and uh, we were totally we were totally down talking ourselves. Like exactly. it was so bad. Like we flew down from Berlin. I guess we should give you a little context. So it was a big trip. You know, we had to fly both of us down from Berlin, get an Airbnb, and just everything. And it was a yeah. pretty big expense. And we started to majorly be like, "Yo, we made a big mistake. Yeah, a what are mistake. we doing?" We, yeah. We even tried to get out. Yeah, but, we did. Uh, but then at one point we said, "No, we have to commit. We have to try it because we will only learn from it." And the money is not always like the most important thing. We just have to go for it. And right. Just do it. Just take a risk. So yeah. I guess we can say we were pleasantly surprised when we got there, weren't we? Oh, so pleasantly surprised. Like everything was perfect, perfectly organized. We had, we came there. We were even like five or ten minutes late. Um, and then uh, we set up everything within five minutes and then people started coming to our totally, booth. Totally, we weren't so expecting amazing. that. I think we thought we we're going to set up this booth and it's going to be like crickets. Yeah. We forgot like 20,000 people are going to be there yeah. and they were really interested. Yeah, they were so interested. At that time we didn't even know like how many people will attend. But like literally within five or ten minutes we had about five people or ten people yeah at our booth yeah. asking it was about crazy. us and uh, what we do how can we help them to improve their influencer marketing efforts and it was so interesting and it didn't stop then for two days which was insane yeah. i mean it was crazy like we yeah. did not like we ran out of flyers we ran out of business cards we ran out of everything i guess that'd be one of our major failures is like yeah. don't cheap out on like flyers especially cards, yeah. if you don't know like if if you're inexperienced like we are like just like come on just order the extra hundred like yeah. you're, you're only gonna regret not having them like yeah. we did so that was probably the major failure I guess the second one would have been um, that this event was in French and neither of us speak French Matthias speaks a bit but yeah. not enough to talk business no not enough to talk business I can say hi and bye and that's about it <laughs> um, oh come on you're a little bit better than that I a think. little bit better but I'm not comfortable speaking so it, it was like we, we that was another talking point like we tried to talk ourselves out of it it's like oh we don't even speak yeah. French yeah. like in, in my <laughs> when I grew up I grew up in, in Switzerland the German speaking part we always said like oh yeah, the French people they're unapologetically French yeah. so they do not want to speak English they don't want to speak German but it wasn't true it was not true and it was so amazing like, people came up to us and I said like, oh could you speak English like, oh yeah of course why not <laughs> yeah, no it was problem. just awkward though like the, the most awkward things like people would come up and they would kind of like be like all of our you know signage and stuff was in English and maybe I don't look so French maybe <laughs> so people would kind of tiptoe up kind of confused and be like bonjour bonjour and yeah. I'd be yeah <laughs> hi, uh, hi do you speak English yes that was so awkward you know yeah. but you have to do these things that make exactly. you uncomfortable because after that oh my gosh we must have pitched our business to 200 300 400 yeah. I don't even know I lost count maybe 500 people over two days and the best thing was like every four hours like the one segment went four hours long and then the, there was a break and then the next segment started and then a whole new crowd came in and we were able to do that four times so it was a very good for brand to be there yeah it was awesome yeah. any other top failures you can think of so probably not speaking the language or not trying to learn yeah. it a little bit more not bringing enough uh, business cards I, I mean I guess that's the main thing I guess also just showing up too late you yeah, know we were scrambling in yeah. we were sweating like 
we just underestimated like how long it would take to walk there and um, that was kind of stressful so you just got to keep it chill give yourself plenty of buffer plenty of I guess Be also you know bringing snacks and water it sounds obvious but we totally failed at that yeah. like we were so thirsty like we you know we underestimated the strain of standing for like 12 hours straight and talking to people so just being a little bit more prepared overall but I guess you know what it wasn't all bad <laughs> it was mostly good it was great but let's yeah. talk about the top things that we loved about it in yeah. the next segment how's that sound let's start the next segment so yeah it was overall an amazing experience yeah we I, learned so much oh my gosh we yeah. learned so much just about ourselves our business what questions we need to answer better yeah. i suppose because so many people came up with questions and we're just you know casually asking things and we realized dang we need to have it on our website the yep. answer to this or we need to have a better you know answer to this yep. and we learned so much just about our own business model you know it, it was like every person was like how does it work like well, how is the process like how is the pricing how is and this we, we and had that? realized that we had never really scripted yeah. out our process yeah. in a way that we can consistently you know say it um so that was like the first thing we did like we went home like add yeah. the process section to our website for us and you know putting it in all of our uh, presentations yeah. and things like that but it was incredible i mean we also learned new ways to structure our business mm -hmm. i mean it sounds kind of obvious to us now but before this convention we had never thought of partnering with other digital marketing agencies exactly yeah that was like mind-blowing for us <laughs> yeah. like, oh why don't we just go to the agencies or just approach the agencies and they already have all the brands and they could actually help us pitching our ideas to their brands because they already right. have the initial contact offer made. influencer marketing as yeah. an addition to their current services and we're like duh you know because <laughs> we're not the best salespeople. Nope. we can do a whole episode about like we suck at sales nope. but man we are not that great at yeah. it and it's really bad you know it really is is, is tough to not feel like you have a good salesman on your team that makes mm -hmm. it really rough and when we had all these digital agencies coming up to us saying hey I have all these clients and we want to you know add influencer marketing to what we offer and maybe we can partner to do something we were like this is genius this because is very genius, we don't need yeah. to pitch to the brands individually anymore and I know now to us it's like mm. duh but I mean we wouldn't have figured that out if we no. hadn't have gone or not that gone. fast no. We wouldn't have gone to um, Geneva, but it would have taken us so much longer to realize like what do the, our clients really want to know, like process pricing, mm -hmm, etc. Mm -hmm. And uh, we wouldn't have come up as fast for like should we partner with agencies? And, and also, also, yeah, okay. <laughs> you have the same thought, right? <laughs> and also, um, the NGOs, like since Geneva is like a hotspot for NGOs, we thought like, oh, okay, like we love like to bring some value to to these NGOs and they do so much good uh, things in the world so we want to help them as well to spread their message exactly. via social media via influencers and we were like yes like yeah. we, you know it's like we're shaping our business model over these two days and, mm -hmm. it, and it sounds crazy but it's like you know sometimes you don't really know until you get out there and yeah. I think a lot of people they want to have everything figured out before they go to the trade show and yeah. we were thinking that that's why we were sort of regretting it we're like we're not ready like we don't have enough clients yet like what are we gonna say if they ask like about case studies because you know we haven't partnered with so many yeah. brands yet but you know it didn't matter you know people were just interested in, in us and what we had to offer and how we can partner how we can add value and you know if you yeah. have a product that is valuable you don't have to worry about all that stuff exactly. so there's one thing I can tell you like you will do you will embarrass yourself absolutely a lot when you start <laughs> when you start a business it's it's just normal because you don't know what you don't know yeah but the good thing is you put yourself out there and 
every single time so when somebody talks back to you like oh okay n never thought about that let's change something and it's so cool yeah it's really cool so I'm I was really excited to learn about the whole NGO thing and you know that that was just really interesting um, to, to hear that NGOs were interested in partnering with influencers to spread their message and it's something that we want to focus on because yeah. I haven't seen many people doing exactly. that Exactly, it makes so much sense because usually like here in Switzerland um, the, the NGOs they're usually at the train station try to convince very people, old school still very old school try to convince people to sign up for their monthly payments and I think with influencers it can so be so like much more scalable way more scalable on a, like an international basis we need a so, whole presentation how we can explain to these NGOs that this is a better way to let's go. Let's write this down. We have to do that <laughs> yeah, today. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, it's definitely one of the strategies that we added yeah. after the trade show. So, very, very cool experience. I absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. One tip though, you know, we got so busy after that trade show. So, don't book your flight out like the next day. You're going to yeah. have to stay because we collected hundreds of business cards. We had so many leads to follow yeah. up on and it was nuts and Matthias was traveling back down to the French exactly. part for like a week afterwards. Exactly. Always stay afterwards <laughs> so you can follow up with them because it's always better to stay like to uh, have a face-to-face -face meeting with yeah. your new clients yeah. it was so you great. can build that trust. 100%. So I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about our first trade show experience. Um, you can always contact us via email at sarah at thinkinfluencer.com or matt at thinkinfluencer.com and thanks so much for listening. See you, See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.